Hey, thank you so much for joining Living Prayer Podcast. We're a podcast uh, hosted by Gateway House of Prayer, and our goal is just to encourage you just to just to live a life of prayer and, and devotion and relationship to Jesus Christ. Today we were talking about um, just compassion and community in, in the body of Christ. Thank you so much for joining, and I hope you're encouraged. Welcome to Living Prayer Podcast, Cody. Thank yes. you so much for joining us. Yes. Uh, it's just an honor to have you on. Yes. Um, an icebreaker. We we had a question for you. Um, like, what's your what's your favorite ice cream? Ooh. Well, thank you for having me. For yeah. It's <laughs> an honor. Uh, seriously, love you guys. Uh, man, my favorite ice cream would have to be cookies and cream from Fox Meadows, like oh, right in your guys' backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. That's um, it, man. And then put some it. put a little bit of peanut butter on it. Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter and peanut ice butter. cream. Dude, yeah. I used to do that all the time with vanilla. I would just give vanilla. Yeah, that's throw in some peanut butter. I know, it's so good. I would just wow. do chocolate syrup. Now I'm addicted to. Do you know Ben and Jerry's? Have you ever had? Oh, yes, I have. So or Cherry Garcia. Yes. I have not had that. It's it. I feel so like I'm Alive. I'm just a uh, cog in the pop culture <laughs> right now <laughs> because everyone's talking about this, but it is actually the best ice cream flavor. Really? Try it. We actually had a podcast episode speaking about. Peanut butter, pretty much the whole episode. Oh, oh you yeah. guys should have had me for that one. I would have totally Are you a peanut butter guy? Oh yeah, Justin's peanut butter from Giant. Yeah, really. It's, oh, it's, so it's super like not. It doesn't have sugar in it, right? No, it's like really good, really natural. Wow, well, all good. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, I have a fun question for you too. As well. yeah. How tall are you? Six seven. Six. But even no way. The more interesting is my parents are both five seven. No, no bro, that's crazy. So it looks like I'm not even like part of the family. Where did you get it from? I had like a I had like a great uncle that <laughs> was like foot. six four or something. Bro, so. that's a foot. I know. Tall. And my brother's like five eight, so it's like I look like such a weird person in family pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You crouch down just a little bit. I, sometimes, <laughs> just naturally, because you get your head enough times. That's hilarious. So my we were talking earlier about you know my my son I've born he has yeah. huge feet and hands yes. yeah. and I'm scared I'm like tall. he might turn out like way taller than he me. Could be. It's you know, tough it's finding like, clothing at that height. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, wasn't he born a little bit early too? Yeah, so maybe it'll all maybe bounce maybe it'll bounce out over time. Yeah, but just but my out. my wife's brothers are pretty tall. Okay, so could be there. You never yeah. know. He could. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> I, know. I, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed you were that tall, actually. Yeah, I thought tall. I appreciate actually. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Yeah, some person in the elevator the other day. Yeah, you seven foot. Yeah, she thought I was seven foot. Yeah. Uh, and they looked up and she's like, "Did your knees hurt?" She was so, like, no, my knees feel great. She did not ask you that. She did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were best friends. We just went elevator. It was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Your that's knees so hurt. Fun. Wow. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? All the time. Okay. Yeah. And Tiana, my wife, is six foot, and so... Well, that's cool. You yeah. guys are close. Yeah, yeah. So our baby girls, four months, we wow. might have like a He's gonna know, be a WNBA baby. star. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah. say, fire basketball now. Yeah, right. right. I know. <laughs> that's and great. That's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, just, just start going into it a little bit. Um, could you tell us a little bit about like just how you were raised and like... Um, and even like your experience with Jesus as a kid, but also like your first encounter with him yeah. and like how you gave it through life yeah. to Jesus. Just yeah. a little bit of testimony. I love being able to share this because it just like, it always brings you back to your first love of like mm-hmm. that first encounter with him. Yeah. So for me, like I grew up in a household uh, that was like, I had awesome parents. Mm-hmm. They were loving um, in like a worldly standard, but mm-hmm. uh, we didn't grow up in the church. 
really no one in my family uh, ever talked about God or Jesus wow. or anything. So like I had heard of the name of Jesus, I had heard of God, uh, but I had no idea who he was. Uh, Adam and Eve knew nothing about that, like nothing. Wow. Uh, which is kind of crazy, you know, yeah. to think about like growing up in America and to not even know any of that. Not so it just makes you think like how many other people yeah. are there that <laughs> have never heard the gospel. Were you in this area too? No, I wasn't. Not? So I grew okay. up in Quakertown, which is okay. down towards yep. like Allentown, yep. Philly area. Oh, gotcha. And I came out here to Millersville to play baseball, which is really cool. And yeah, so like interesting looking back and seeing how God just had his hand in different parts of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I actually got to Millersville where I gave my life to Jesus, wow. and I can go into a little bit if you yeah, want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, it's kind of wild. There was this uh, old older guy from a church. Uh, he was handing out these tracts or New Testament Bibles, mm -hmm. and uh, he just was going up to people, and he asked me a question. He said, hey, do you know where you're going to go when you die? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he asked that a hundred times yeah. that day, but for me, I had never thought of that. Mm -hmm. I had always had this fear of like, I knew there had to be something after this world, yeah. but I didn't know what it was. And so like that was a, that kind of triggered something wow. for me. Wow. And then I did the smart thing of just thinking, oh, I just need to go to church and I'll be good. <laughs> so like that summer I started going to this uh, church that just was spiritually very dull wow. and there was no fruit there. Went there for two weeks, went back into my, you know, sin life yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm. And I had like a lot of voids in my life that I was trying to fill with just party scene, hooking up, mm -hmm. relationships, started experimenting with alcohol. Yep. Um, my whole identity was in baseball. First year on campus, uh, got an injury, couldn't play my first year. So like things were going downhill. And uh, there was this guy who later became my best friend. Uh, his name was Brandon. And uh, it'd be cool if he's watching this. Uh, but he was this freshman coming on to the baseball team. Okay. And uh, Again, didn't know at the time what it was, but he just was carrying himself different than anybody else mm -hmm. uh, on the wow. team. Didn't, didn't go to parties, was very secure in who he was. Yeah. Uh, in the locker rooms, you know, guys would be playing music that you know, wasn't anything good. And yeah. he's sitting in his locker room with his Bible just reading. Wow. Uh, and I didn't know what it was. Now I know it was the kingdom inside mm -hmm. of him. But I wanted to just get around him more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this one day, uh, I was leaving the practice field. He was walking across the street. I don't know why I asked this because any other day it would have just been like, oh, he's just coming from his car. Yeah. But I asked him, hey, where, where were you at? And he was with a couple other guys and he said we were at a Bible study. And mm -hmm. I, again, I didn't even, I, it was like just reaction. I was like, oh, can yeah. I come with you next no week? No way. <laughs> and so uh, we went to this Bible study. I don't remember uh, what was said, uh, but I remember the campus pastor was talking about Jesus, and I just remember just like answering all these voids that wow. I had, and I was like, mm. "Man, this is this is like what I've been longing for and looking for and filling with other areas of my life," yeah. uh, and was just getting more empty. Wow! And so all the guys we left, and then I walked back in there and I said, "Hey, I don't know who this Jesus is, but would you would you tell me more about him?" And so I would meet with him one to two times a week mm. for three hours, literally. Like, if I had the Bible, I should have brought it. But it was like this yeah. big, just notes of like, what is sin? Who is God? Who yeah. is Jesus? And, and just like, he didn't make me feel like I was less than anyone. He yeah. just like childlike faith, just like, all right, let's start from the beginning. Wow. And uh, I remember he, he really discipled me for about two months. And then there was a service where uh, I gave my life to the Lord. Come and I, I remember, like, there were things in my life that that morning strongholds for years, like, wow. completely lifted off wow. in a moment. Wow. Uh, there were other things that obviously was still, like, sanctifying and, yeah, you know, yeah. getting better at. 
uh, and laying down. But man, there were just some things that just, I remember when I left the, the building that morning, I was driving back to my dorm. I was mm-hmm. like, man, the sky looks brighter than it had before. <laughs> wow. And it was it's like, it, then it was just like really diving into who mm-hmm. he was. And mm-hmm. so it took, it took one guy just handing out tracks yeah. that led to somebody representing the kingdom yeah. that attracted me to it. And I wanted to know who, the, who Jesus was. Wow. I'm so. so I'm so moved by just like your hunger in this before you even knew what you were hungry for. Yeah, and I feel like that's got to be common, you know. But yeah. I've I've been raised Christian, so I've you know used sure. to used to the stories more of you know people in the church finding that, and right. it's like we've all kind of like we're able to use spiritual language to describe like that right. yeah. we're yeah. feeling and stuff. But like to hear for you not having any really massive like encounters or anything like that you would know you know god god was showing up but like this just hunger inside of you which Mm -hmm. man how did you like where do you think that came from do you feel like it was part of even like you getting injured and like just kind of feeling disenchanted um is that where the hunger started or was it even previous like high school like that longing for yeah yeah i think like at our core like um we would all realize that like there's something more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we see people searching for, yeah. you know, right? we're yeah. talking about our yeah. kids earlier. Like, yeah. it's funny, my daughter, who's about to turn four months, she'll go to different people and she knows it's not mom and dad. But when mm-hmm. she gets to mom and dad, she doesn't, like, she's just learning how to even yeah. see and all that stuff. But yeah. she knows that that's her, that's her father. Yeah. Wow. And it's like the same thing. I was just, I was looking for so many things to just honestly fill voids. Yeah. And I was like, every single one kept leave, leaving me needing more and more and more. Yeah. And it just it never it never filled you. And wow. so, yeah, like I was, I, I didn't know who God was, but yeah. it, it was almost like, man, I've tried everything up until this point. Yeah. And this guy is obviously living a lifestyle where he is just totally different than everyone yeah. else. And I don't, I've been doing all the other stuff that everyone yeah. else is doing and it's leaving me feeling emptier. Mm-hmm. Why not try what this guy has? Yeah. And so just really wanting to get around him. But that injury definitely had a lot to do yeah. with it, uh, you know, because my identity was really wrapped up in baseball right. at the time. And so to not be able to do that made me spiral out of control even more. I'm like, man, something, <clears throat> something's yeah. got to change here because I can't keep going on like So this. with someone with no experience with Christianity or even like the lingo or like yeah. even like the concepts, like you said, you didn't even know Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so like what, what was that like when like, obviously you said you had the first two months, you were yeah. like, in your word and it was like a thick bible with all these yeah. notes like what did what did the next few like maybe even years we'll go there like years yeah. look like for you yeah. and your development with jesus and even like your relationship yeah. with him yeah i wish i could be like you know just like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Running, but yeah. it really wasn't yeah. i think so i think for me like uh just the the culture of like the on-campus ministry that i was uh connected with uh, was so grounded in the word and that was huge for me because it really yeah. did I had a hunger and a thirsting for his yeah. word and like I remember coming in between classes and just running to my dorm real quick and just reading the Bible and because I just wanted to it was like it was manna to yeah. me like I just yeah. wanted to know more about it wow. um, but we didn't like I wasn't exposed very early on about like who was the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. so I kind of fell into this trap of like a workspace mentality I had yeah. I was reading what this said right and I was like I want to align my life to that 
but it was trying me trying to just obtain that. Right. And so it actually wasn't until I uh, met my wife and her family. Yeah. Uh, my wife's uh, mom uh, graduated from Rama Bible College. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, very charismatic uh -huh. background. Her uncle, Sam Smucker, started the worship center. Wow. And so like, wow. that was amazing for me to get around like her family yeah. and her. And then that's where I really started learning about who is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, you know, once I got baptized in the spirit, it was like, okay, now I'm able to do some of the stuff that I've been striving by mm -hmm. just complete surrender to him. Mm -hmm. wow. So, you know, for me, it was like, mm -hmm. I feel like it was like tiered. My, my whole relationship yeah. has been tiered. It's like, okay, we hit a tier and then, you know, you want, you want to represent him better. So yeah. you get to another tier and then yeah. you want to represent him even more, or he gives you more responsibility with yeah. more accountability and then more conviction. Yeah. And so that's kind of how my walk has been really is just these different tiers of getting to know who he is. Wow. Um, and I think there's something in that, like the more he reveals, uh, himself to you, yeah. uh, he's going to give you more responsibility with that, which means you're gonna be held accountable so to good. it. Yeah. And so I know for me, even early on, there were like, I would look around and be like, man, I wish I was up here, yeah. but as a good father, he knew that if I was up here and I didn't know who he was first, it would ruin right, me. Right. And so like that, that was kind of my walk mm -hmm. so early on yeah. and knowing who Holy Spirit was, mm -hmm. was such a, was such a key and like a really a pivotal yeah. moment for me. Yeah. Dude, I want to press in on that a little yeah. bit yeah. because I, I also, I came from a background where the, the word was really like taught and, and yeah. preached mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for that. Right. Um, but I remember being in high school, like often asking the question of like okay you've convinced me like right, to my right, youth right, pastor right, yeah. like you've convinced me i'm called to live a holy life right how do i do that yeah and like yeah. for me and most of my friends it was like as we were growing older we were just falling into more and more sin like yeah. we, the process of like becoming holy was just not happening and mm -hmm. i remember just being so like torn up by that and then um it was discovering that like that real relationship with the spirit yeah. and like learning i love what you said like learning to surrender yeah. it's like totally a different yeah. ball game yeah. it's like you you're confronted by the same desires yeah. but all of a sudden it's like instead of just willpower and exertion and just i don't know like whatever yeah. it could be you actually have someone within you that you can defer to and just yeah. be like all right i need your help and like um, so, so how how did experience like what was you said you got baptized in the spirit, you started getting around people, yeah. but like um, developing that relationship. Yeah. What did that look like initially yeah. uh, for you? Was it, were there frustrations and challenges along the way? Yeah. 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 Well, how did that, how did that work out? Yeah. So, you know, there, there's like two verses in the Bible that scare me the most and it's don't quench the spirit and don't grieve the spirit. Yeah. One deals with his character, one deals with his power. Mm -hmm. And so wow. when early on I, in my walk, I was, learning and downloading a lot of information about who the Holy Spirit was uh, through, you know, podcasts, through mm -hmm. YouTube videos, through, you know, these big faith people that yeah, are yeah. like, yeah, like they're living what I want. Yeah. And so I was like getting so much of the like, here's the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but it wasn't until I, you know, it's so easy to say, I love you, God. It's a little less easy to say, I know you love me and insert your own name there. Wow. And so for me, what it real, the shift was uh, not just understanding the power of the Holy Spirit, but also understanding like who Holy Spirit is in his character mm -hmm. and understanding like a prayer that I pray every single day is Lord, would you give me a deeper revelation to the love that you have for me? Wow. And that sounds like such a selfish prayer, but the more that I know wow. how much wow. he loves me, mm -hmm. I know how much more he paid the price for me on that yeah. cross, 
the more it makes me not want to just be holy because I'm supposed to be or, yeah. or any of that stuff. It's, I want to do it all because of what you've done for me and mm. I just love you. So the more we understand the revelation of how much he actually loves us, mm. it actually prevents us from doing this striving. Yeah. It just makes us, hey, we want to please you, Lord. And if that means I got to lay some stuff down, if that means you got to prune some things in my heart, come and have your way because yeah. I know how much you paid for me. Yeah. So for me, like well, early on, yeah, you know, the, the YouTube, the podcast, like yeah. that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's it's so important to have an all encompassing, all, all around picture of who is Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in his power, yes, yeah. but also in his nature and who he is. Man. So, man. yeah. That this is, took years is, yeah, too, you know, yeah, if there's someone sure. on here like, man, I like this, this is like speaking to me, mm -hmm. like this took years and years and years. And mm -hmm. I think for me, the reason it took years and years was I, you know, I love the community. I'm just starting to get to know you guys mm -hmm. at like Gateway and stuff and ECC and YWAM and yeah. all this folks. So like for me, I didn't have that type of community early on in my walk. So a lot of me was you know, almost going to one side, okay, I'm going, I'm getting a little bit too far on one end, I need to, I need to bring it back. Yeah. Um, so in surrounding yourself with people that you can walk alongside and yeah. ask questions to, uh, I think it's just so important because they can kind of help, you know, keep you from, mm -hmm. you know, going yeah. way far to the left or to the right yeah. and stay in the right stride wow. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and on that, like, like from what I'm hearing is like, your prayer was, God, let me know your love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and. Like that's prayer. Yeah, that's yeah, prayer, and that's yeah. communication. That's building relationship, yeah. and and that's so much of what like what we're going after right now is yeah. like um, just encouraging this like this this relational and one on one prayer with God that that builds over time, mm -hmm. but also carries out in our life too. Yeah. And kind of like you're saying, like uh, my my mind goes to uh, those. Uh, you, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Right. And so if you know His love. And out of that love, you build more love for him yeah. in his word, in prayer, in, in even conviction of the Holy Spirit, but also catching the heart of God, which comes from, like yeah. you're saying, years of yeah. years of just, just building that relationship, being alone with him. Yeah. And kind of like what you're saying, there's these layers that right. you get to. Um, what I've noticed even is like when you get to that layer, there's almost like this level of like, bringing yourself back to that mm -hmm. place almost even yeah, like back so to the good. beginning yeah. of we were just talking mm -hmm. about childlikeness and yeah. like being a child and like not forgetting that yeah. and um, there's that that weird conflict of of maturing always in mm -hmm. faith but also staying like a child yeah. Yeah. and and kind of like we were talking about earlier just like like running to your father like yeah. we know our father and yeah. like like mm -hmm. a baby a baby needs you guys um, so mm -hmm. man like what what was your what was your journey um, in the in the place of prayer um, that that led you to the places you're at like wh whether like whether that's a career whether that's yeah. uh, and even ministry right now like yeah. like how much uh, obviously there's there's a lot that plays into right. it but like like what was that what was that journey like yeah. for you yeah yeah I think. Um, there, there are definitely moments where I can go back and be like, like yes, the Lord downloads something right there. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, sometimes we think prayer just means you have to be in your room, quiet, lights are yeah. not. And like, sure, that's a form of it. But prayer is just you communicating with your father. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, like even when I got saved, I, mm -hmm. I went in as a science or, or I went in as a science education major. Okay. And literally like. I, when I got saved, my desire shifted. I, I was like, I kind of like woodworking now. Wow. <laughs> so weird. You carpet. I don't know. Like, and at the time, I didn't know like the prophetic you grow your hair that. too. You know? <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, I was like, grow my hair out, look like you. Um, 
But so like I, I switched my major, and mm -hmm. so like some of the stuff was like God just wow. shifted some desires in my life. That's wild. Uh, I love that. But I think if you if you create a lifestyle of prayer, if it's not just something you go to when you need something, mm -hmm. if you're if you're constantly communicating with Him, mm -hmm. uh, He's gonna continue. It's a conversation. So like if there like there were seasons in my life where it's like, hey, I'm getting ready to transition you into something. And so I was able to pick up on that a little bit earlier than if I was just like only going to him in prayer when I needed something. Yeah, yeah. But I think creating a lifestyle of prayer is just so mm -hmm. important uh, because sometimes, you know, we blame God because something happens in our life and, mm -hmm. and we're like, well, why didn't you just tell me sooner? It's like, well, maybe he was trying to tell us, but mm -hmm. we weren't spending the right time oh, with him. Yeah. So then he needs to get our attention with something to get us on the course, you know, that he yeah, wants us to be on. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think for me, it was like, it was just so like in the beginning of my relationship with him, uh, because I didn't have all this, like the religious stuff that I had to deal with coming into that. Yeah. I was just like, I know who you are now and I just want to talk with you. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. even in the beginning when I didn't even know really what prayer was, it was just like, I just want to talk to him. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think just creating that lifestyle of prayer and you know, the quiet place is mm -hmm. so vital. Um, that was something that like once I really grabbed onto the quiet place and made that like the top priority mm -hmm. and sure there's you know having a kid like yeah. that makes it, it a little bit harder way. sometimes <laughs> but just making that a priority yeah um, because he wants to tell us like what he wants us to do and he yeah. wants to tell yeah. us and give us the desires of our hearts and we just need to be willing to give him an ear to listen to listen to wow. Wow. did you did you find like picking up on like like recognizing God's voice did that come kind of like naturally like in your journey or was that yeah. hard at first like is this god is this me yeah like, oh yeah what was it like definitely <laughs> definitely the like you know teeter totter like yeah. back and forth yeah. um a, a lot of it for me early on was you know you know is it him is it me was really i know it's him but i still want to do it <laughs> so it's like it's more like the the more we grow in actually yeah. crucifying ourselves mm -hmm. and then following him mm -hmm. the easier it is to distinguish his voice yeah uh, but when we're always clouding his voice with I want, I want, I want, mm -hmm. it's really hard to hear him sometimes. Wow. Um, yeah. but no, it didn't happen overnight. It yeah. was, it was like, uh, one, just like learning how to ask for confirmation, mm -hmm. uh, when you, especially for like a big decision. Yeah. Uh, but then he does give you a peace. Like he lives inside of us. So I'm, I'm learning and growing still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm starting to learn for me specifically when I know it's the Lord, I really do have this peace and all the noise like from the world kind of just disappears. And mm -hmm. a lot of times it's like decisions that from the world make no sense at all why you yeah. would do that. Mm -hmm. But there's this peace that, you know, resides mm -hmm. inside of you with that. Wow. And so I've been doing, I've been really pressing into that, but I've also been asking the Lord, like, would you confirm your voice and your ways to me in different ways? Wow. Uh, because I, I don't want to just, you know, create a system for sure and, yeah. and just be like, oh, that's just always how, well, what if he wants to confirm in a different way? Mm -hmm. uh, and then getting around people who, you know, like the community I was talking about that mm -hmm. you can say, hey, this is what I've been praying about. This is what's been on my heart. Yeah. Can you ask the Lord and then speak to me what you're, yeah. what you're sensing? I think that's so vital too. Which is like, it is vital. And like Proverbs says it a little bit of like, um, like seek the counsel of others yeah. mm -hmm. and got a few years ago God was like really speaking that to me of like mm -hmm. like decisions we make yeah we hear from the mm -hmm. Lord right. um, but testing the word and testing it with his word testing it with others words as well but it also like when people pray for you and like it just comes up like a word yeah. of knowledge it's just yeah. like okay I hear you Lord yeah. but like mm -hmm. um, I feel like I feel like sometimes that's like 
early on in 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 Christian like especially charismatic Christians, sure. there's this like the zeal of like okay, I heard the Lord and we're yeah. gonna do it now, yeah, right. and I, and I feel like that's good. that's beautiful and it's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but bringing it to others yeah. and and like you're yeah. saying, like saying like, hey, I heard this from the Lord. What do you guys think about this? I yeah. think it's so wise and it's so beautiful. It, yeah, it's such a mark of humility, right? Mm-hmm. And like. First Peter five is all like seared into my brain for the last mm-hmm. couple years of like God saying, I give grace to the humble and I oppose yeah. the proud. Yeah. And I, I feel that even as a young Christian, sometimes, you know, in zeal, there can be a pride that kind of comes in. Yeah. But if you, if you truly seek out like mm-hmm. advice and counsel and mentors and people like that, like I can, like for me, it took years to come to that place where I re- realized yeah. I even needed that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember this guy lecturing on my school, like about like submission to authority. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, if I have the Holy Spirit within me and I'm hearing him, like, why would I need that? Like, yeah. You know, and, and yet, um, like, God actually spoke very clearly in that week, I remember. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want you to actually seek out counsel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just, like, when it comes, you know, deal with it, right. which is right. where I was at. Yeah. And, dude, so much changed for me, like, after mm-hmm. that. Like, favor, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, just this desire to honor that I didn't even have before, um, authority figures, yeah. was there. And it wasn't out of, like, a religious sense of, like, oh, no, like, if I don't, I might get outside of God's grace. Right. It wasn't that. It was right. just, like, you know, I actually realized, oh, my gosh, I need people who are older than me yeah. who have walked this yeah. out because, you know, I can only, I might be seeing only part of the picture here with even the prophetic word I got. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, man, it's so rad to yeah. hear that you've, you've, you've encountered that yeah. and you've yeah. walked in that and it just... Makes sense to me knowing you like, yeah, that that is yeah. something that you do um, yeah. seeking out other people's yeah. counsel and stuff. And on that point too, I, I think for like this next generation that's mm-hmm. coming up, like it is so important to have friends in your life yeah. that can tell you no and you actually respect and honor it. Yeah. Because you know we've kind of created this picture of like <laughs> my friends are the ones who are yes are men. Always agreeing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Shoot. And so it's, true. There. it's true. yeah, we're going there. It's so good. Like you know, I have a solid two to three guys who, if they would, if they would speak something into my life, and I'm saying I feel like I need to go this direction, they say you're 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 getting off course. Mm. Like I trust them enough that wow. to redirect me yeah. uh, and take it to the Lord. So yeah. I think it's so important to have friends that can give you a hard answer, yeah. and you still honor and respect them and wow. take that to the Lord instead of just being like, well, what are you talking about? Like Holy Spirit yeah. would have told yeah. me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just so important to have yeah. that. You have to really, to get to that kind of relationship, yeah. you have to be super vulnerable though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's what stopped me so many times yeah, that's good. is I don't even, I don't even want people in on the process. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll, t- I'll open yeah. up when I'm already processing. Right, right. Yeah. But right. if you don't do that, I don't think people will really have that space in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. only coming to them with your conclusions. Yeah. Um, so good. I'm speaking to myself right now. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, you know, one of the ways like, okay, well, how do I find people like that? For for me, at least, like those two to three guys, they have fruit hanging on their tree mm-hmm. that I want to be on my tree. Yeah. Like the way they're living their life, the 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 way God's using them in their life. I'm like, man, I am. They're the they're the type of people that when you get around them, they convict you and be like, wow, I need to examine my heart more. Yeah. And like yeah. so, yeah, it's yeah. super vulnerable. Uh, but it's like, man. Again, at a tier, I want the next tier, Lord. I, yeah, you know, yeah. the next responsibility. I want to know you in a deeper way. Yeah. And if there's people who are already ahead in that, like I, I want to get around them because I know they're gonna pull me up and make me a, a better. Which person. is which is the mark of humility. And like I think of my life, and um, before I was like so scared of getting mm. advice and getting constructive criticism, 
And then there was this, like, shift from, from like, talking to God and him, like, him kind of pointing it out, but then also, like, like, like we're, look, we're talking about seeking the advice of others, yeah. where there was just, like, whoa, like, all right, I do want to change, and I do want, I do want this part to shift, or I want direction in this, yeah. where it's, it's no longer, kind of like, kind of like we were saying, like, you, what you said, like, the crucifix crucifying of yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. and it's not like my will but it's your will be done lord and like mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like sometimes we are clouded from from worldly influence yeah. from even our own influence sure. yeah. um and and our own personality our own our own even desires like can play a role in, in decision making but yeah. when you have these people in your life that will talk truth and yeah. and and go to the lord even even on our behalf it's just like it's so it's so pivotal in in, in decision yeah. making, and it's and I think it's a really important part of yeah. our Christian walk. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like we should shift a little bit. Um, uh, you you talked about the next generation, and you 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 lead this this organization or ministry called Unrestricted. Yeah, John Drevin. Yeah, John Drevin. Yeah, Unrestricted. Keeps you shirts all over the. It's body. so cool. It's yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you give us a quick like? Yeah overview of like how that started but also like what's happening with yeah, it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so really like the it all starts from a hard posture of like where's the lord calling you into and for me it was next gen i was a high school teacher for five years um but i i really felt like capped there and there's some people called to education long term and we need believers in education yeah. system 100 percent uh but you know, I walked my whole high school life and middle school life and people would rub shoulders with me that would go to youth group and shout for Jesus, I'm sure, yeah. but then they'd walk by me and not share who he is. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like capturing the high schools, capturing the middle schools is so big on my heart because I'm like, yeah. this, the percentage of them accepting Jesus when they get to college goes down. And then when they get out of college, it goes down even more. Yeah. So like if we can if we can at least show them who Jesus is and represent him well while they're in high school, middle school, mm. th- that's the best chance we have yeah. uh, before you know the world really gets a hold of them to a deeper level. Wow. But uh, I was at this event, uh, and there the guy who was speaking he challenged. I wasn't even at the event; I was working security for it. <laughs> uh, but I heard him on stage. He said, "Ask God how He wants to use you in a deeper way in your realm of influence." And at the time, I, I was teaching, teaching yeah. and so it was just a simple prayer of, "Okay, Lord." Uh, what, and it was there. I was like, as I was doing security, I was like, "All right, Lord, how do you want to use me more in in education?" And he gave me this vision. Uh, God speaks to me a lot in pictures. Yep. He gave me this vision. I was standing at the back of our auditorium at the school I was teaching, and there was hundreds of kids up front shouting up and down, wow. uh, praising Jesus in a public school. Wow. And I'm like, man, how are we gonna how are we gonna make this work? Yeah. You know, because a lot of times there's this persona of like your faith, uh, your beliefs uh, don't belong in the school. You right. gotta shut that off in yeah. school. And so there's just a lot of red tape and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another, got connected to different people, FCA here. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of FCA clubs in Lancaster area, and yeah. they were a huge part of it. Uh, and we just put things together, got local church buy-in and on-campus ministry buy-in. Yeah. And, yeah, we did that uh, in April of 2022. We had uh, 280 kids come out uh, all over Lancaster County, high schoolers. And wow. uh, we, we were baptizing people in the front lawn of the Let's district go. office. We literally had a hose coming out of the faculty <laughs> lounge. Uh, filling up da- baptismal that. tanks. Uh, we feed the kids, of course, you know, feed them and they'll come. Uh, and it, it was just so cool. Like just the different parts of like the kids, you know, interacting with each other at the end of the night from yeah. different schools they didn't even know. 
but I remember there was a there was a moment uh, while the worship was going on. I was standing in the back of the auditorium, and the I can't really explain like the feeling that you get when you see a download from the Lord, a picture from the Lord, and then you're actually standing right where that vision was, and it was almost like the Lord was giving me like a foreshadow was to come, and the exact picture of what I was thinking where he gave me uh i was seeing play out in front of my eyes and it it just shook me um Mm. and that summer the lord just radically just redirected my life uh stopped teaching that next fall went into full-time ministry as a youth pastor and then uh my wife and i you know talking with other people students asking us hey can you come to our school Mm -hmm. Uh, we set out last year to to go into as many schools as we could in Lancaster County and just simply give space to the Holy Spirit uh, Mm. to work in their school because there's so many stories I could share, but like so many kids, they want to invite their friends that aren't believers to their youth group, but they hear the word church and a wall goes up right away. Mm. Uh, But hey, we have an event coming out, free food, free t-shirt, door prizes. We're going to share about who Jesus is and it's in our school. Would you want to come out on a Saturday night? And like the walls are just not there as much. Uh And I remember there was this one girl, she came out and she just wanted a free sweatshirt. That's (laughs) all. She she just wanted a free sweatshirt. And uh, she gave her life to the Lord and got baptized uh, at that event. And there's a picture, uh, I have it still painted in my head. Someone someone captured it uh, with a camera. And she's Mm -hmm. sitting on the front row with her hands between her knees. And I was like, if it's just one, you know, it's all worth it. it. And so, yeah, man, it's been just so humbling. and for me, the thing I love is like this next generation just pulls so much out of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are by nature an activist generation. So when they get behind something, they go all in for yeah. it. And so I love getting around this next gen because it, it shows me areas in my life where I'm being complacent, where I'm yeah. letting the fear of man in. And, you know, it's not it's not me leading necessarily this next gen. It's me coming alongside with this next gen and us letting the Holy Spirit lead us in a night. And it's just been, it's been awesome having you guys there. Uh, yeah, worship yeah, has been yeah. You should share what, even what your experience has been like. Yeah. 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 It's been really cool. Um, this guy's the man. I love <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. So I, again, I got connected with you, yeah. uh, in March of yeah. this year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I lead worship and, um, Man, it's been cool to see some of the testimonies, even even in the midst of it. So, like, leading the worship, but then also seeing, um, like, kids just, like, in this place of, like, kind of, like, this longing of, like, we want more mm. and seeing it seeing it play out right in front of you. Because yeah. I was in that spot in high school, too, where yeah, I was just wow. like, God, I just want more, but there wasn't a space for that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just seeing, just being able to be a part of it is really cool. And I've only done two so far, but we have a lot yeah. more coming up, yeah. which is really exciting. Um, but um, I think, I think the, the um, thing I've noticed was, um, I asked Kit, these, these few, uh, a group of students at the end of the last one we were at, like, what, hey, what was Jesus doing? Uh, what did Jesus do tonight? Yeah. Kind of, and just like, kind of like having them reflect a little bit. And they were like, man, I, I felt like God was just telling me not to be complacent. And, well, and like, kind of like exactly what yeah. you were saying, like, yeah. um, and to like come into school and, and be a witness for Jesus yeah. and seeing, seeing the fruit just already like blooming. Yeah. And, and, mm. um, I think, I think what, what, blooms that a little bit more is the consistency of mm. of of with time with jesus but also yeah. like 
like building that community of, yeah. of but yeah it's been a really fun time yeah. and and super super exciting but I love yeah. it I love it what you guys are sharing because I was homeschooled you know mm-hmm. and I was part of the kind of movement of like you know just get your kids out get yeah. your families protect them yeah. defend against the culture you know the yeah. culture war kind of mm-hmm. idea and um you know, all my friends, we ended up struggling with all the same stuff. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. Uh, it didn't really change anything because it's a heart thing, right? right. You know, yep. but what you share, you guys are sharing about just has gripped me. Um, I drive past a high school in my, in my city. I've been praying mm-hmm. for them because um, I, I can't, I can't shake it when I'm driving past and I look into the eyes and like, mm-hmm. I've never seen kids with such serious faces. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's a, you know maybe part of the city culture, maybe it's different out in other high schools and stuff. But it like it actually breaks my heart. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the heaviness, the I don't know. I feel like a lot of kids just aren't they're not able to be kids, you know. And um, and so as you guys are talking, like um, and even when we were praying beforehand, I, I keep thinking about what Jesus said when um, he he's trying to go and like get some rest with his mm-hmm. disciples, right? Cross mm-hmm. over the sea, um, and that the crowd has literally ran all the way around the lake. No. And then by the time he gets over on the other side, they show up. And, you know, it's that moment where you're like, if you're reading the story, you're trying to, like, put yourself in right. there. You're like, what's he going to do? Yeah. Like, he literally tried to get away from everyone right. and get alone with his disciples. Yeah. And all these people show up. And it says, like, his heart was broken mm. with compassion. Yeah. And, and, he, and, and multiple times um, with this kind of situation, it says, like, he, sh- he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And... Um, then he responds with compassion and like, you know, the multiplication of the right, loaves yeah, and the fish right. and, and everyone, you know, just encounters God. But I'm like hearing that with what you're saying. So I'm like, man, I feel like the need is so great. Mm-hmm. There are so many people. And yet like as, you know, specifically you, Cody, and, and this ministry, just focusing on you guys, as you guys are just willing to follow the spirit, you know, he's yeah. going to multiply yeah. the revelations you have. He's going to multiply the grace he has and yeah. everyone's going to eat. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just feeling that right now. Yeah. Like everyone is going to encounter Jesus yeah. at these events. And yeah. so, man, is there, is there any way that you could share, like if people could, you know, plug in, connect yeah. with your, your ministry in yeah. any way, support yeah. it, or even just be praying as, you know, for our watch leaders listening, yeah. man, we want to hold up what God's doing in the public schools in this yeah. region before the Lord. So yeah. any way um, yeah. people can get connected, man. Yeah. Uh, you can go to on our Instagram at unrestricted official. That's kind of where we run everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a website, unrestrictedschools.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we have opportunities for people who are not in the next gen uh, and are a little bit older who would like to serve the next gen, they can serve at our events. Uh, obviously getting into the schools isn't cheap, so any yeah. financial support is helpful. But yeah. you know, as you're, you're saying that, it's like Romans 10 always comes to my mind mm-hmm. of like, how are they to believe if they're never told? Yeah. And who's gonna tell them if they're not sent? Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's like, it, we can say all the things that are you know, happening in this world and how you know, things are going bad and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this next generation is the answer, like holding obviously Jesus, the ultimate answer, but they, they are the generation that we, you know, so if we're, if we're having this mindset of, oh, that's, they're just a lost generation, mm-hmm. like we are gonna miss it. Mm-hmm. And so, so many of these kids, it's not that they're like, oh, I don't want anything to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's probably because we've misrepresented yeah. him. Uh, it's more no one's actually demonstrated the kingdom to him. His, his kingdom isn't just mere talk, it's talk and power. Yeah. And so like 
for us, it's like, man, we just need to pour everything we can into this next generation because we're only getting older. And so if we want us to have a legacy and lasting fruit, it's by pouring into the generations coming on behind us and then pouring into the generations that come behind them. And so we're a small piece. There's so many amazing things happening uh, in Lancaster County, mm -hmm. across the region, uh, that are pouring into the youth. And we're just one small piece to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it but yeah, if you're, a, if you're a high school student and you want an event at your school, we would love to come around you. you know, uh, we, We've seen an entire event uh, just pulled off because there were two to three hungry students yeah. there. Two to three hungry students that that night look behind them and they see 150 to 200 kids uh, 12 salvation for you know whatever it is yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's because of two to three hungry kids mm -hmm. and so one of the things that I love is oh, we man. can kind of be a voice yeah. uh, for those two yeah. to three because so many yeah. times do we hear kids say well it's just me you know how what can I do well yeah. let us come alongside you empower so you good. and see what you can do with two to three kids wow. yeah so how how can we be praying mm -hmm. and also I could you just close this out in prayer yeah, yeah. like yeah. Um, can you just give us some like prayer points and like even like some things that like might be a struggle or might be like something you're looking forward yeah. to as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a prayer that we would have, this is really our heart, is that uh, these wouldn't just be events. Yeah. One, that they would have lasting fruit. And, mm -hmm. you know, for some students, they get the revelation of who their creator is that night and yeah. it has lasting fruit to come. Yeah. Uh, but what we really want is kids leaving that place with a conviction in their heart that on Monday when they step foot in the school, they can't say no to that person who walks by them. Mm -hmm. uh, they can't just, you know, not go to their youth group anymore and just say, oh, I'm just going to go to events because that, that's more fun than youth group. Yeah. Like kids that get convicted, I need to get connected to the body. I need to be out of youth group. Yeah. You know, for those kids who are like, I, I need to get connected to my on-campus ministry. We, we want kids leaving there with a heart posture of the father to say, I can't walk by those lost friends of mine anymore without yeah. actually saying or yeah. doing something yeah. mm -hmm. and to want to get plugged into long-term discipleship wow. long time because mm -hmm. a, a night's amazing and you know it can give you the excitement to do something on Monday but there's gonna be a lot of kids that are gonna say no to you and if you don't have that foundation in a youth group in your yeah. secret place in in your on-campus ministry mm -hmm. you know community around yeah. you yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna feel like a black sheep yeah. and you're not gonna be able to last mm -hmm. for long yeah. so yeah yeah no. I think we should just be praying for the next gen, especially what's even going on in this region, mm -hmm. uh, and just pray that you know there will be an outpouring of His Spirit inside the public yeah. schools because I'm telling you, like revival, uh, you know we can throw that word around as much as we want, but I'm telling you, if a school gets flipped upside down, you know, in Acts, Peter stands up, one person stands up, being obedient, now with the power of the Holy Spirit inside of him, mm -hmm. three thousand people come to know who Jesus yeah. is. There's not a high school in Lancaster County that has more than 3,000 kids in their high school. McCaskey is the largest school. Wow. Yeah. So what do we believe can happen if 12, 15 hungry high school students walk in the obedience of the Holy Spirit and we see a whole school flipped upside down? Yeah. You know, I guarantee there's no way that's not going to catch news or, or the community of like, what just happened at that high school? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's going to transcend into the church and the mm -hmm. communities around them. So... Uh, just for us to have that childlike faith to not like read this as some you know made up story, but like no one person's obedience led to three thousand people. Yeah, yeah. What could what could a school you know twelve to fifteen high school students wow. do? Man. So I think that's wow. what we should be praying for. Yeah, bro, I'm feeling yeah. stirred up, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so awesome. All right, well, yeah, Father, we just thank you for this next generation, yeah. Gen Z and Gen Alpha, Bless Lord. Them, we uh, thank you uh, for how you're positioning them for such a time as this, Lord. 
And so we just even ask for the Gen Z, Gen Alpha that is maybe watching this podcast, Lord, that uh, even in this moment right now, Holy Spirit, would you just bring a deeper revelation to the love that you have for them, uh, the voice that they carry, the calling on their life, that you're not waiting to use them once they graduate, but right now you're wanting to use them in the most primed mission field they'll ever be in, and that is their school, Lord. And so, God, we are asking for the big thing. We're asking for the impossible, Lord. Just like we saw in Acts, one person's obedience led to an entire community being changed, God. Would you raise up the Peters? Would you raise up the people who are willing to be obedient in your Holy Spirit, the students that would be willing to represent your kingdom like Brandon did to me when I was in college? And would there be schools that are flipped upside down for your glory, for your kingdom, God? And would there be a new narrative written over education, God? We thank you for those who have had their hands to the plow in the education system for years and years and years, and we're asking for an increase increase and a multiplication of that Lord Uh, and we're just saying Holy Spirit would you have your way in the public schools here in Lancaster County across the region Lord would you have your way so that your son uh, would be glorified in Jesus name thank you Man, thanks so much for joining us, oh, man. Yes. Yeah, Thank you for that having was, me. Yeah, that was awesome. Love that you guys are doing this. It's so encouraging. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. when you just start sharing, like yeah. just talking and mm-hmm. and like the spirit comes. Like I yeah. don't know. I'm just really feeling yeah. his presence right now. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys could join us for that conversation with Cody because, man, I'm feeling it like just fired up for what God is doing. I feel like we can hear so many different stories and narratives that um, about the next generation or like what God's not doing. Um, But just to hear what he is doing and how he's touching people's lives through simple obedience is like one of the most amazing things we can hear. So if you're feeling stirred up by that, um, I would say just just take it to God. Start praying. Start praying for high schools in your region. wherever you're listening to, or if you're in high school, you know, consider, consider reaching out, following Unrestricted Official, and uh, yeah, maybe having having an event at your school. I know they already have like four or five events already lined up for this next um, school year, so they're, it's happening, um, and we would love to, you know, you have you, you guys connect with them. Um, yeah, if you would like to share a little bit about this episode with your friends, or you know, if you were encouraged, um, and you want to just uh, subscribe or comment or anything like that, that really helps us. We want to just keep getting these testimonies out. We want to get the, the word of what Jesus is doing and the next generation out to, to more people. Um, so yeah, help us do that. It would be amazing. We really just appreciate you listening and join us for the conversation. And we hope we catch you on the next episode.